Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the All Access USL podcast. I'm so excited to finally be restarting a podcast once again. I finally have a mic. That's kind of why I took such a long break. Uh, But we're changing it up again. Uh, Back to USL, because this is the one thing I love to talk about, to be honest. And yes, I am a bit sick, so that might come through the mic, but we have a mic which is awesome, and I'm so excited so that you don't have to hear me echo throughout my room or it sound like I'm talking into an empty container because that's not fun uh, for either of us. It's not fun for me to go back and listen to, and I'm sure it's not fun for you guys to listen to in the first place. But anyway, that's sorted out, so we're good. Um, before we get into business as usual, I am going to have a pretty, hopefully, set-in-stone schedule of releasing a new episode every Monday, um, and this will be true for at least through next week. I want to try and make it as concise as possible. Uh, I am going back to college soon. I'll be back on campus, so... Schedule might get out of sorts sometimes, but as of right now, this episode will come out maybe earlier than uh, Monday, which would be tomorrow. And next week will definitely come out on Monday because we'll have a special guest for that episode, which I will touch on later uh, in today's episode. So super excited for that. Also, some very exciting possibilities for the podcast to grow. Um, hopefully in the future soon with said special guests. It would be an honor to work with them. So here's to hoping. But yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to get out of the way uh, first. And I guess I should say that this podcast will be all about the USL Championship. The USL League One, um, as it grows, uh, obviously we have CV Fuego coming in soon. They're doing some decent business. They just signed Ilyan Bijev, uh, formerly of the OKC Energy, so that is very exciting for them. He'll be great for uh, League One. And then, obviously, we have uh, the Northern Colorado Hailstorm coming in. Uh, And that'll be exciting, too. So, two new teams coming into USL League One for this upcoming 2022 season. If it grows a bit more, um, because I believe there's only about 10 teams there right now, then I'll probably start covering it. But for right now, I just feel like, uh, I don't know. There's also such, there's not many teams to cover. And there's also seemingly a pretty big gap between the top teams and Northern Carolina or Northern North Carolina FC and the second teams that were playing in there last season. So we'll see if that gap closes with the addition of the two new teams and we'll see where the league heads uh, in 2022 and after. And I don't think I'm going to be covering the USL League 2 anytime soon, purely because it is, in my opinion, while it is a pretty decent league, it is such a big league and kind of put together in a big, messy way. So for me, it's hard to follow what teams are doing good, when schedules are, when games are played, stuff like that. If I hear any big 
players, talents, stuff like that coming out of USL League 2 that are rumored with like first pro contracts in the USL Championship. Obviously, I'll cover that. But for right now, I don't think the USL League 2 is exactly on my plate. But if it does get sorted out in a more professional way and, you know, schedules are made easier to find because even on the USL League 2 website, it's pretty difficult to find schedules, um, but it seems like they're making a better effort. So maybe um, after this season, it'll be a bit easier to follow and I can cover it. But as for right now, it's not really part of my plans. Anyway, that is what we'll be co- I will be covering on this podcast for right now, purely USL Championship. And I mean, it is true, well and truly silly season. We have seen so many crazy transfers already in this USL Championship offseason that it's hard not to dive in. Uh, So that's what we're going to do. And the first transfer we're going to talk about, I think you guys know, is the transfer of Junior Flemings to Tulu. And this kind of came out of nowhere because this is one of, I believe, one of the first transfers of a USL pretty much only-ish player to head to Europe. And it's Ligue 2 in France. That is big. For right now, that is much bigger than the USL. So for Junior Flemings to get a move like this is huge. Now, granted, he will have some um, competition uh, to start. They've got Stefan Zobo up top. They've got Rafael Ratau. They've got Ado Onayu. They've got Reese Healy. And they've got Yanis Bagrawi. So five options ahead of Junior Flemings. And Junior Flemings, while he is very explosive, he's very quick, he's very technical, he plays for Jamaica. Um, coming from the USL, the USL, like I just said earlier, is a step or two down, to say the least, from League de. So they bought him for a reason, obviously, but I think for this half, the second half of the season, I think it's going to be difficult for Junior Flemings to break into that Tulu first team. But I think as USL fans to see, or as USL championship fans to see this move um, happen, to see a big USL player get that move, it's incredible. So I think it's something we should all be excited about. And I think moves like this could easily happen in the future. This is like a gateway transfer. If Junior Flemings does well at Toulouse, if he can break into that first team, if he can score goals, if he can be a big contributor, and even get Tulu back into League 1. Granted, they're third place right now without Junior Flemings, but if he can step in and help that in a big way, we could see miles down the line, tons and tons and tons of USL Championship players, not only like they already have been making the step up to MLS and... Uh, making an impact, but stepping over to Europe without making that step into MLS and start making those big impacts. And, I mean, that's just one of the reasons to get excited about this Junior Flemings transfer offer. Um, Birmingham will be upset 
with his departure for sure. Uh, but they have signed someone else, Enzo Martinez, from the now USL League One Charlotte Independents. I completely forgot about them, to be honest. They did pretty well last year. They made it to the MLS, or MLS, USL Championship playoffs. It was really, really fun to watch them in there. They were a fun team to watch in general with players like Christian Fuchs at the back, stuff like that. Enzo Martinez, always good. Uh, and he makes that move to the Birmingham Legion. So that would definitely be something to watch. He's creative, um, MLS experience. So I think Birmingham have got a good one there. And then how can we forget Dane Kelly, the all-time uh, top goal scorer in USL Championship history, makes the move to the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Um, I truly believe that is an absolute steal for the Riverhounds. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, but I think that's a lot of goals for Dane Kelly waiting to happen. But we'll keep a close eye on that. We'll keep a close eye on that. Anyway, those are some of the transfers I wanted to talk about. Now we got a transfer rumor. Uh, very excited to talk about, and that is the possibility of Kobe Henry making the move, possibly to start Derem again in Ligue 2. And this is something to keep a big eye on. He's not 18 yet, so he can't make the move yet um, due to like passport visa issues, stuff like that. He has to be 18 before he can move out of the country um, to play, which sucks. But it allows him more time with Orange County to grow. Obviously, a big part of that USL championship uh, winning side, or USL, yeah, USL championship uh, winning side in the 2021 season. And again, I think Junior Flemings as a transfer is one of those like established player moves, like um European clubs would be willing to pick up established in their prime players um to come over now and make the impact now. Kobe Henry, if he goes to Rem, probably wouldn't do that. He probably wouldn't start for them for a season or two. He might go out on loan. Um but gambling on USL Championship youth as a European club would be huge. And if it pays off, that's an even I'd have to say maybe even a bigger uh, transfer in terms of importance for the USL Championship and how it grows as a league if Kobe Henry makes an impact more so than Junior Flemings. So something I'm very excited to see happen. If he does go, big loss for Orange County. I'm sure they'll be compensated nicely, though, because Kobe Henry, uh, he was called up, I believe he was called up to the US to a US MNT camp, if not to a... Uh, full roster. I can't exactly remember. But this is absolutely something to watch. Um, and on the topic of transfers, I wanted to talk about a very, very, very underrated signing um, that just happened this week. It's Elliot Collier to San Antonio FC. Now, if you don't know who Elliot Collier is, he was pretty me- he's been pretty mediocre um, with the Chicago Fire. He picked up his um, he picked up the pace 
in his career um, on loan at Memphis 901 last year. Six goals in 26 appearances with Memphis 901. He is tall. He's pretty lanky. He's pretty skinny. But he does have a decent finish on him. So if he can get into those spaces, he will score. Six goals in 26 wouldn't tell you that. But I think with the attack that San Antonio have this season, he will come into his own. He joins new signing Marcus Epps. Also, I have to say, what a transfer window uh, San Antonio are having. Not only with the additions at the back of like Mitchell Taintor and stuff like that. Uh, they've just got an incredible attack. Justin Dillon, Gallegos, Hopiao, Elliot Collier, Marcus Epps. This is huge. San Antonio could light up the league in this upcoming season. And I'm so, so excited to watch them. So with that, that wraps up pretty much our transfer section uh, of the first episode. And with that, um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Today's episode. Um, and one thing I forgot to, forgot to cover in that first part was the Walmart Martinez transfer to Monterey Bay. Um, one of the bigger transfers of this offseason, uh, Walmart Martinez returns to California, first Monterey Bay signing in club history. Very exciting times ahead for Monterey Bay. Expect a lot of moves as we're only two months out of the Opening day games for the USL Championship season. Very exciting times. Still seems like a bit of a ways away, but with how quick this holiday season seems to have gone, uh, it seems like it could be here in a matter of moments. So keep on the lookout for new signings uh, at Monterey Bay. It'll be surely be an exciting uh, couple of weeks ahead for them. Uh, with that, just wanted to get that out of the way because I can't believe I forgot a signing like that. Um, but something else exciting for a new USL Championship team is Detroit City announced that they will announce, or announce, yes, announced that they will announce their first USL Championship signing tomorrow, Monday, January 10th. Uh, I honestly have uh, no idea who it will be. I wish I had. Uh, a rumor to share with you guys or had some insight, but I'm completely in the dark on this one. So it's just going to have to be a we wait and see who it is. Um, they do obviously have a bunch of players returning, I believe, from their time uh, in their former league. So I wouldn't expect a bunch of moves, but they will make big the moves they do make will be huge. I can almost guarantee that. Because they need to step up quickly to the level of the USL Championship. So they need to make big moves fast. So I think we can expect something huge. It's going to be a Monday announcement with a teaser on Sunday. That almost guarantees that it's going to be a huge move. So I'd be excited 
if I were a Detroit City FC fan. Uh, and like I said, uh, with that out of the way, those two little snippets out of the way, we can get to one of the bigger parts of this episode. Pretty much the meat of today's episode. And that is the first games announced. I have four big ones that I'm going to talk about. Um, for the opening day of USL Championships 2022 season. I don't know if I could be more excited. Uh, I'm excited for the MLS to restart, but the USL Championship, such an insane league, such crazy stories, such crazy talents as the league grows. So my excitement is through the roof as we head into another new season. It can't come quick enough. But we have a lot of big stories to cover. But before we do that, before we do that, I want to announce our special guest for next week's episode. We have our first special guest coming in on episode two. That is huge. I'm so excited. We'll be talking to PJ Davidson, Vice President and Sales of Queensborough FC. Yes, that is right. Queensborough FC, the new USL Championship team that will start play in 2023 with the first soccer-specific stadium in the area. Such exciting times with that announcement with him coming on the podcast. It is going to be fantastic. And I cannot honestly... I'm not a fan of any team in particular in the USL Championship, but having Queensborough come in with a soccer-specific stadium already, it's going to be phenomenal. I have a feeling they're going to knock it out of the park in that first season, but it's just going to be something we have to wait and see when 2023 rolls around. We still have a full season ahead of us before Queensborough jump in, but it's so fun to look ahead and see that Queensborough have already got it going on. Anyway, PJ Davidson coming in on the pod next episode. Stay tuned. It'll be a good one. So, now we move on. Opening day weekend. Beginning of March. Four big games. In my opinion, every game is going to be a big game. It's opening weekend. So, of course, every game is going to be a big game. But there's four games in particular that I think have truly incredible stories as we head into this season. And the first one, I think you guys will understand the first two. Uh, purely because new teams, inaugural games, it's going to be huge. First game, Phoenix Rising against Monterey Bay. Now, granted... Um, this one is a tough one because Monterey Bay have one player. So don't really know how that's going to go out. Phoenix Rising have been a force in the league for forever, it seems, along with Louisville. So that's just going to have to be a will-see moment. But Monterey Bay starting off their USL Championship campaign, their first ever USL Championship campaign, at Wild Horse Pass with one of the big boys, Phoenix Rising. Um, 
I almost wanted to give an early prediction, but it's hard to give an early prediction when Phoenix have been so good and Monterey Bay have one player signed to their roster. I know I already said that, but it's hard not to emphasize that because uh, Walmer Martinez is good, but unfortunately, I don't think he could beat Phoenix Rising by himself. So we'll just leave that there. Um, hard to elaborate on that game. Just wanted to point it out as a huge game. Um, specifically for the fact that Monterey Bay, it's Monterey Bay's first ever USL Championship game. But something I can uh, talk about more in depth is the second game. San Antonio FC hosts Detroit City FC on opening match day uh, of this new season. That will be an exciting game. Um, I talked, sorry, I just totally touched the mic. Um, something I've talked at length about, uh, I talked at length about in this episode was how much I like San Antonio's attack heading into this new season. Um, they've got Justin Dillon returning. They've got Gallegos returning. They've brought in Collier and Epps, and they have got Shannon Hopiow. Five huge players. Elliot Collier, I would say, is the only one that isn't exactly USL proven yet. But like I said earlier, I think he'll have the chops um, with the other guys around him to really put on a show, really ball out this upcoming season. So I see no reason why not to look at this five and say this could be one of the top scoring sides in the league this season. No doubt in my mind. San Antonio will be incredible. Elliot Collier is tall. Um, like I said, lanky. He's got that finish on him. Epps, Hopiao, Gallegos, skillful, quick. All of them have a finish on him. Justin Dillon, poacher-style striker. Will probably get a ton of goals with the play with players like Gallegos, Hopiao, Epps, Collier around him. So, definitely something to look forward to if you're a San Antonio fan. Detroit City, uh, like I said, need to make some signings. They will make those signings. Absolutely, they will make those signings. But I think they'll have to take the Oakland Roots way, almost, of a first season. And try and just build a stable core. Build it from the back. Build a solid defense, a solid midfield. Um... Oakland took a gamble on Quincy Amaraqua. Uh Didn't exactly work. He wasn't great. He was okay, but he wasn't great for them. So I think if they just can bring in some USL proven experience um, and they can pull in Oakland Roots and slide into that last playoff spot, uh, it'll be a fantastic season for them. I wouldn't exactly expect that as a Detroit City fan. As a Detroit, if I were a Detroit City fan, I should say, uh, I would just be happy that you're finally in the USL Championship. Um, it's hard to really gauge how a team will do um, this early with such a short roster. But um, I think if Detroit City follow an Oakland Roots uh, style of building a roster, they should do pretty okay. But if they don't do that and they decide that they want to do something weird, they want to do something quirky, I have a feeling San Antonio will run away with this game pretty early. But again, I'm not going to make any early predictions because we're still two months out. 
still two months out. So San Antonio, Detroit City, look out for that one. Next, uh, and I'm saving the biggest one for last. Uh, so yeah, I, and I think you guys will know which one that is. Uh, so before that one, we've got the Birmingham Legion versus the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Tampa Bay Rowdies coming off of a agonizingly cruel way to end a season. They brought it back against Louisville in the conference finals. They lose to Orange County in the final. And now they look ahead to 2022. And I think it's very easy to say and a very novel prediction that they will make it far again this season. They take on the Birm. They are at Birmingham Legion on the opening day of the season. Uh, Birmingham Legion obviously lost Junior Flemings. Big, big, big loss. Don't know how much they were compensated for that. Don't know how much money they received for him. Uh, if they received any money at all. Uh, replace them with Enzo Martinez. Will be good. They'll be a good side. But uh, with two teams already in the league, we can base... Uh, what we know, or we can base, honestly, two months out a prediction on them, or put a prediction on this game, I think, two months out, I think Tampa Bay takes this. Uh, Birmingham are good, Tampa Bay are better. Um, but it all depends on if Tampa Bay uh, return, and um, with, like, with the loss in the final, in the back of their head, but they don't let it weigh them down. If they do, it's going to be a tough season. If they don't, if they use it as motivation to get back there and to try and win it all, then I think this will be a fantastic season for Tampa Bay. So, we head in to the big game. The one game I think we should all be looking towards uh, heading into this season, and it's Colorado Springs switchbacks. Versus Orange County SC on opening day. This will be huge. Colorado Springs have added so much. They've got Haji Berry returning. Top goal scorer last year. MVP. Orange County. USL champions. This will be an incredible game. Um, So many fireworks. Obviously this was, I believe, a playoff game last season. Seems like that was so long ago, but it was only like two or three months. So be expecting, in my opinion, be expecting a playoff level game on the first game day of the season. So excited. Those are the four big games to look out for. Um, And on one last note, so excited for the start of a new season. Um, With that, we're going to end today's episode. Uh, next weekend's episode will absolutely be longer, probably be about an hour long or so as we have uh, PJ Davidson coming on. Again, so excited, so grateful for him joining us. But yeah, look out for next week's episode. I will see you guys then. Thank you for listening.